Ah, uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jack Farmer, and this is the Evolution of Movies show, but I'm not alone. I am with two of the nastiest skank bitches I've ever met. It's Andy Rossi and Aaron Massey. Fellas, how are you this morning? Oh, doing great. And yeah, I, guilty as charged. Skanky bitch right here. <laughs> I can second that for... <laughs> Mr. Rossi. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Regina. Right. Yeah. Aaron's more fetch than he is skanky. <laughs> so fetch. Very fetch. Well, if if you're watching and you haven't figured it out yet, we've got a movie picked out to talk about. But if you're new, let's talk about how the show works. Uh, we watch movies and we talk about them like it's a book club, but we call it the evolution of movies because we always pick a movie that came out one year after the last movie. So we started with a movie in 1990, then went to 1991, 92. Now we're in 2004. That means next week it's 2005. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's 2004 time. So let me take you back to a time when movie theaters were fi filled with sports-themed movies like Friday Night Lights, Miracle, and of course, You Got Served. But we're not watching any of those. We're watching Mean Girls, a movie that Roger Ebert gave three stars. By the way, crazy. He gave him three versus uh, old school's one. Wow. But uh, IMDb says Katie Heron is a hit with the plastics, the A-list girl click at her new school until she makes the mistake of falling for Aaron Samuels, the ex-boyfriend of alpha plastic Regina George. Aaron. Had you seen Mean Girls before this? And what were your thoughts going into it this week? I get to lead this off. <laughs> I've never seen Mean Girls ever. Yeah. Um, one of the few movies that I've never seen because I'm a cinephile, I guess. That's how you classify me. Yeah. I, you know, I, I want to try to stay positive. Um, let me just say uh, we, we can get into a lot of it, but I, I did have to spend money to rent this and, and <laughs> I kind of kind of want it back. <laughs> so what were you thinking going into it? Had you heard of Mean Girls or did you uh, like, I mean, it's kind of a cult classic at this point for a lot of people. Did you kind of know what you were getting into or uh, did you like, did you have any thoughts bef like before seeing anything? Did you know anything about it? I just based off the title and the age bracket, I figured it was just going to be this high school comedy that yeah involving clicks and groups and kind of like crude comedy and stuff so i i mean that's what i guessed it was going to be i didn't really I, I knew like um actually i forgot that like lindsay lohan was the lead in it i just remember rachel mcadams yeah uh, being cast for it so um and she had another great hit in 2004 called the notebook rachel mcadams so she had a strong year no four. Yeah. Very different movies. But uh, Andy, Aaron just said this is about high school cliques. So you must have been looking forward to this one. <laughs> well, it's no she's all that. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I've i seen Mean Girls uh, probably more than I'd like to admit. Um, but uh, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. But it had been a while since I've seen it. Um, I think the thing that I was most in love with in this screening was Tim Meadows. I feel like he really, every scene he's in, he just steals the seat every single time. And I don't really, I didn't really remember, Me I don't know how I didn't, but I didn't really re remember Meadows before. 
I was actually surprised watching it this time around that it's it's like an SNL movie. I didn't realize that going into it because it's Lorne Michaels and a lot of SNL people are in it. Uh, but I picked this movie and uh, I picked it because uh, it's it seems popular. It's very memeable. You see it on social media a lot. Uh, and frankly, I was hoping to get some views on this. I was hoping to get some <laughs> listens and follows and things like Had that. Have you seen this, Jack? You picked it. Let, let's I, just make sure that everybody knows that Jack picked this movie. But <laughs> <laughs> and for those keeping score, Jack picks the worst movies. <laughs> Every time Jack has a pick, it's the ones that has the uh, the worst worst views. Hey, you worst... picked the bodyguard. <laughs> I picked the bodyguard. I had a good start, and then it was just downhill from there <laughs> uh much like life for the girls in this movie after high school is over there you go but speaking of getting views and things uh, i want to quickly thank everyone who's watching everyone who's listening whether it be on youtube spotify apple music iHeartRadio. thank you so much if you could do us a favor like comment share subscribe uh you know five star reviews all that good stuff we need all the love we can get so just do it already why are you waiting anyways it's time to pony up to the cool kids table and see just how fetch this movie really is. A couple of overprotective parents send their 16-year-old daughter to school after a life in Africa being homeschooled. Day one, she can't get a seat and her teacher takes off her shirt before all of her teachers <laughs> yell at her and she eats lunch on the toilet just like most people. Uh Aaron, this movie sets the stage pretty quickly for what we're about to see and what we're getting into. Uh, kind of a fish-out-of-water situation, someone who doesn't fit in at the school, trying to find her way on in the for the rest of the movie. Uh, how do you feel about the world that we're in and sort of the tone for what the movie's going to be? I, so actually, out of the gates, I was kind of uh, digging everything. It had a nice, uh, nice light feel to it, and... You know, I guess I haven't watched Lindsay Lohan films maybe ever. I don't know if I've ever seen her act, to be honest. Um, Andy, I, that's probably different for you. You've probably seen her entire collection. <laughs> However, um, I kind of just knew her from like just her disaster of a of a yeah People magazine and life and stuff. I guess I, I I hope hope she's doing okay. Actually, to be honest, hope you're okay, yeah. Lindsay. But she was like. I like I was drawn in by her and and we can get into her performance and everything later, but uh the feel of it, yeah, the introduction with Tina Fey with the classroom yeah. um shirt uh, scenario. It, it was, and then Tim Meadows coming in with it too, like all right, bringing some two of the classic SNLers uh to help set the tone with everything was 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 pretty solid. So I was actually like, all right, this could be this could be something interesting here. Yeah, you could see the – I don't know if I want to use the word star power with Lindsay Lohan, but you're right. She she was very good at sort of drawing you in quickly, and it seemed like a light start to the movie. But, Andy, you talked at the top about Tim Meadows, and funny enough, that was my note for you. I felt like he was a hidden gem in this movie so good. throughout the whole thing, just so – blunt and dry i kind of felt like he was the voice of reason in a lot of ways throughout this uh throughout this movie yeah every time he's in the scene i just start laughing like it, in the very beginning i wrote my notes here he's talking about like his his uh sister naming her son anferny or something like that <laughs> <laughs> just goes on and i'm like he had to have just come in and you know started talking and just tina fey or, or tina fey wrote it right but she didn't direct it but um, whoever directed it was kind of just like, yeah, we're going to let this guy just go ahead and just go ahead and just swing whatever he wants to do here. Um, 
Aaron, surprisingly, I haven't seen a lot of Lindsay Lohan movies. I've seen The Parent Trap when she was like 10. Um, but I don't think I've seen any other movies with her. Um, but yeah, I thought it was funny how they show her in the beginning. And this school looks insane. When she's like walking in, there's like people fighting and just running around all crazy. And then no one is kind of like a lot of the other movies we've seen is no one will let her sit by them and she's disgusting and she's this horrible <laughs> nerd and i'm like no she isn't like lindsay no. lohan is fairly attractive um it, it, there's some monsters in this room and yeah this is funny you know kind of going back to like she's all that some of the other movies we've we've done where they just even toby mcguire as spider-man it's like look at that dork and it's just like Lindsay lohan it's like oh my god she's horrible don't let her sit by you no one sit by her at the lunch table i, I was thinking that too i don't know about your guys' high school but or when what it was like for you guys growing up but if a new girl came to school and she was remotely attractive every guy in the school was her friend <laughs> <laughs> like so totally. i don't I, I can't speak for the girls but i know all the guys would be like you can sit at my table. <laughs> like nothing about yeah. her seemed particularly nerdy either. She seemed just fairly normal. I didn't get why yeah. everyone hated her. She seemed so nice too. She's just like smiley, like coming in. She was just from Africa. It's just like, oh, look at this nice girl. Instead, everybody's like, ugh, don't sit. Go sit by the fart guy. <laughs> by the way, the fart guy. What is what a thing to be casted? Hey, yeah, yeah. you can be the guy that farts. All right. Yeah. Yeah. What was, what was, what was the casting call labeled as on that? Imagine, guy, uh, eight, I I play 18 and under. Imagine the what? email from his agent. Yeah. Uh, hey, I got a role. That's perfect for you. It says fart guy. Lindsay Lohan's in it. Tim Meadows, <laughs> Tina Fey. All right. All right. My like Lindsay's love interest. <laughs> I hope that that guy's going on to have a extremely successful career. An explosive career. Oh. <laughs> we watch. We find out that he actually just got ripped and it's actually Chris Pratt. I was going to say he's one of the Hemsworths. Yeah. He just, that was just yeah. Before he got on P90X or something. <laughs> Everybody's introduced great, though. Like, I think this is the beginning where we see the two. I called them Tweedledee, Tweedledum as uh, Rachel McAdams friends but like they both get hit in the face with balls yeah yeah yeah, yeah that, so, that, what was a what was what was a were they both footballs they both got jacked pretty good yeah right after each other yeah yeah uh and that happened on day two uh day two of school katie is already skipping school and learning that she's a hottie and the plastics run the school who are bad people because they're very popular and they're very popular because everyone likes them so of course everyone hates them but they're friendly to caddy so katie's dorko weirdo friends send caddy on a mission to stalk and report the plastics but the plastics remember are the bad guys here in any case, some dude catches her eye, and the math she starts doing is you plus me equals us. Things are going well, and Caddy's hanging with the plastics, and then she starts getting the rules of being a plastic, like she can't like the guy that she has a crush on or join the math team because they have to maintain their appearance. Outside of that, they're actually pretty cool to each other before going to what looks like the X-Men mansion where Mrs. George has some rock-hard fake boobs and <laughs> Regina shows Katie the burn book, a book full of mean things about people at school. Andy, you were once in high school. 
Did you have nicknames for the groups like the plastics? I don't think so. No, we definitely had like a book we would write things in like <laughs> these are the 10 hottest babes of the week. Um, stuff, really? stuff like that. Yeah. Who has uh, a book? <laughs> I'd put myself on there as number one babe each time. <laughs> I'd hide it in the school. I hear Andy's number one babe. Uh, um, no, I didn't. I don't think we had names. I mean, it was just like I, I played sports. So I guess we were probably labeled as jocks or something. But I don't think yeah. my school, my school was so not like any of these movies. I'm sort of jealous when I watch this. I'm like, that seems way more interesting where mine was, at least from my experience, everyone was fairly cool with each other. And no one we didn't have like super rich, you know, parents i think our best i remember the guy that won best car at my high school was a mitsubishi eclipse and that was like the best car that was like i, I will my say car that, didn't even go in reverse you guys had best car awards at your <laughs> school now oh, yeah. i'm jealous of what you guys had. yeah well the fact that i think there's maybe 20 people that even owned a car so Aaron, I, I thought it was interesting because the weirdo friends never came off particularly likable at any point to me uh, outside of just not being mean to Katie. And the plastics never really seemed particularly bad at this point. They, it, I didn't really understand why anyone would hate them. They seem nice to everybody. They talk, oh, at least they seem nice to Katie. And they never did anything mean throughout this whole set. I felt like at this point, the weirdos were the bad guys. Do you think that was like an intentional thing or am I missing something here? Uh, it could have been some story development things. We learned later that, um, you know, some folks had a universal reaction to uh, the way that maybe Regina had, uh, you know, interacted with them. But we'll get to that. I think yeah. I think from um, from setting it up, I was feeling the same way. Um, I thought there was going to be some sort of <clears throat> weird twist almost where uh the plastics were actually going to be cool somehow. And then what, what, what was her, what was the, her friends? What were their names? That One of them's Gretchen. Oh wait, the weirdos. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant yeah. Regina's friends. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was Gretchen and Karen were the two yeah. friends of yeah, the, Gretchen the plastics. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, the two that befriended her originally, like, um, yeah, I guess from a likability standpoint, I don't know if, if they were going for that or not, or they were just really trying to to roadblock the plastics and make sure that uh, everyone everyone hated them. Um, there's some moments that, that happen with um, a big yellow thing later that we can get into that <laughs> thought was abrupt also, but... Um, you know, to, to, to do, we'll get to that, but, uh, yeah, I, I didn't, I wasn't feeling the, uh, the, the hatred so, so much. Yeah. Especially the way Regina entered the movie. Wasn't she carried in by people? I thought that was yeah. so funny. Like she gets carried in by people. I'm like, that doesn't seem like somebody that's hated. Yeah. Everyone seemed like they liked her and she was smiling and waving and yeah. I, I, friendly. I think there was a, um, there was a, a bit of, I think people were scared of her. And so maybe that was the reaction of, hey, we better be nice to better them. Carry her, better carry her in. Better better be nice. And yeah. I got to mention that there's a part where they're talking about Regina George and all the things that is great about her. And somebody says, 
she met John Stamos on an airplane and John Stamos said she was pretty. So right there, I'm in. I'm like, who is this yeah. Regina George? I must know who she is. <laughs> yeah, I liked her right from there. I was like, yeah. this is someone I want to be friends yeah. with, not the person with the weird hair. I was on her team from then on out throughout the movie. <laughs> Yeah, you were Team Regina. Team Regina. Yeah. I was a plastic right from the beginning. I was yeah, like, "This is the crew up. I'd want to hang out with. I don't want to be the the dorks <laughs> hanging off on the side." <laughs> I, I I do like when they were describing the different cliques in the lunchroom, and um, one of the, I don't know why I laughed just because like I was in the orchestra. I played sports, but I was also in the orchestra, so I knew like they they uh, they had the one table uh, titled as "Sexually Active Band Geeks." <laughs> yeah, I saw yes. that. <laughs> And uh, I thought that was that was unique. That was that was a nice little touch. Um, yeah. Being you know seeing that group, you think you think that they're kind of just like you know not doing much. They're just in their own little worlds. But they're you saying that was you, Aaron. Those no, were in their own little worlds. <laughs> no, <Nope>, not me. <laughs> Did they nickname the 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 clicks in your high school, Aaron? I mean, to Aaron, like to Andy's point, like there was like we would say that person's a jock, but no, we we didn't have like. We didn't yeah. call them like the the rap scallions and the, uh, the right. No, I, no, I didn't think I didn't think anyone was that creative in our school. We it was literally just the broad the broad terminology of like jocks band. No, we didn't we didn't have cool names like that. I, I wish we could go back and start labeling stuff. Yeah, I want a gang name. I want a cool name for my, me and my friends. The Jets. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, the snakes. I don't know something cool. <laughs> but no. Oh, was... Jack. Oh, Jack Farmer. He's part of the snakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no. I. I don't know. This this school, I guess, had it all. Um, yeah. One, one guy though that I thought was kind of kind of great too that I, I want to mention is Kevin Kapoor. He hands his uh, business card over and it says like mathlete slash badass MC. Yes. Here's another guy. I'm like, I'm gonna like this guy. Yeah. yeah, I'm very easy to please. Cool yeah. business card, badass MC. Meet John Stamos. I'm on your team. Yeah, that, right. that, that kid was part. Of, he was the undercard that stepped up to the main event. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was solid. Yeah. yeah, he really earned his spot at the top too. He, he he you know he works. It's just a good example of like working hard and it pays off in the end. Uh, but speaking of of working hard, things continue and. Uh, the Plastics orchestrate a party line phone call attack on Katie just to make sure she's okay about Regina taking the dude everyone's into. I can never remember his name. And then Aaron. drives Aaron. Oh, Aaron. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and then drives it home by making out with Aaron at the Halloween party. This sends Katie over the edge and she decides to break up the plastic because of a boy who clearly is like every high school boy and really is just interested in whatever girl is interested in him at the time. <laughs> uh, Katie sends candy canes to herself and Karen, but not to Gretchen, and then makes Gretchen dance on the wrong side of a wildly inappropriate talent show. But for as bad as the plastics are, life is good as a plastic, so the group stays together. Until Caddy breaks up Regina and her boyfriend and starts getting Regina fat and convincing her friends to hate her. Again, guys, the plastic are the bad guys, not Katie. Uh, Aaron, it seems you either die a nerd or live long enough to become a plastic. Uh, we're seeing Caddy become the thing she's trying to destroy. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was the uh, story trope that uh, definitely saw coming, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, 
you see her get in that little trap of her becoming an actual mean girl herself without that's what we call so there's there's a there's a thing in um in basically uh policing or uh, undercover uh officers narcotics divisions whatever you want to get into there where they call it uh crossing the thin blue line is that right andy Crossing, crossing the line, thin blue sure. line. Why wouldn't you think I know? <laughs> this, is a, this is a live show. Narcotics. Me and the rap scallions were all about it. <laughs> yeah. Me and the jets well, were not. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I'm going to get ripped online here because this is a live show and I don't know. But, but uh, where undercover cops actually can get so involved in their world that oh, they like cross Brasco. the line and they end up becoming what they're trying to prevent from happening. So I, I felt a little bit of that going she on was here with deep. Caddy. I never, still to this point, I feel like Regina's the victim here. Like she, they said she already liked the guy before Katie showed up. So it's not like she changed who she was. She did have a crush on this guy. Uh, and she just tries to make true love happen. And here comes Caddy out of nowhere, getting her fat, breaking up her friends. Totally ridiculous. Andy, did you put this much thought into your social standing or were you just naturally the cool guy at school? Oh, very naturally. <laughs> um, it was funny, though, like with with her trying so hard, I felt bad for her at the costume party. And I remember this scene the first time I or another time I had seen it. And I, I remembered her being like just like this beast of a costume and i was like so embarrassed for her but watching it this time like what's with the teeth like just take yeah. out the teeth you're fine like it was kind of like a perfect costume like it was just the teeth yeah. were stupid take out your yeah. teeth and you'd be perfectly fine but yeah. read the room caddy yeah like it, it was weird too how she stayed with that she kept going with that costume it's like you could have made some adjustments while you were there I want to talk about this talent show, by the way, and just how unfair it is. They cut off the MC because they think he's being inappropriate. But then these girls do the Christmas dance that yeah. apparently they do every year. And when things go wrong, even though their dance, again, it seems wildly inappropriate for 16-year-old girls to be doing. But when things go wrong, like the, the teachers get up and start playing the music for them. Like, no, you got to finish this. You can do it. I'm thinking, yeah. what are you talking about? So how are they backstage and a teacher not saying, whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe and I'm an old fuddy-duddy. But I was like, well, if I was, <laughs> that seems very inappropriate what they're doing right now. I thought it was inappropriate to call it a talent show and they didn't even sing. <laughs> you got Kevin Kapoor up there rapping his own lines. And then you got these girls that are just doing a, a dance that I, I don't know. I think I could learn that in an afternoon. It didn't seem too complicated. <laughs> and then Lindsay saves the day by singing. It's like, well, you should have started with the singing. Yeah, that the smack was pretty funny though. Yeah, remember that in, in the dance routine. Yeah, and then the janitor from uh, Scrubs, um, the father of Lindsay Lohan, had a little uncomfortable moment during the, oh, yeah. during the smack. But uh, one of my few laugh out loud moments. <laughs> yeah, I laughed when she kicked the CD player though, and then it hit the guy in the face, and then I'm like. Like Jack always brings up in these podcasts, it's a sneaky older movie CD player. What's yeah. that? And the CD skips. Yeah. I, the first thing I thought of, and again, this is me overthinking. I was like, they're not going to be able to hear that little speaker on that little CD player. Like yeah, it's, it's an gonna... auditorium plug in. 
Yeah, it's going to sound super quiet. Everyone's going to be like, what's happening? It's just these girls dancing around on stage in, in their underwear, but everyone's super adamant about them finishing this this performance <laughs> that they do every single year. Like, Wouldn't you all just kind of be like, oh, they're doing this again? This is stupid. Same thing. Stupid yeah. CD player. They need to upgrade their sound. They, I mean, but they did add a piece of, to the repertoire, though, in in Young Lindsay this time. So it might, it's like, hey, maybe this there might be a little something different going on this year. And were they, are they sophomores, juniors? I, I was very confused at that. I think they're juniors because because they're all back to school next year. Spoiler they're, alert! They're back to school. One more, year. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got the for some reason I got the vibe. It was sophomores, but I I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> sixteen. Know. You're either you're sophomore, junior, roughly. Okay. Yeah. With with all due respect to the the character people playing these characters, I was like, there's no way any of them are in high school. <laughs> but, no. You know, but hey, they did their best, and that's all you can ask for. Uh, so. Later on, uh, Katie becomes in charge of the plastics and she's throwing parties as the queen bee of the high school at the party. The dude she likes, whose name I can't remember again. Oh, it's Aaron is <laughs> digging through her bedroom and it's going well until Caddy admits she broke them up and now he's mad about it. Also, Caddy's original nerdy dork friend says Katie has become a mean girl and she's not wrong. Uh, as the party comes to a close, Regina leaves and finds out that she was a victim of the new HPIC, the head plastic in charge. So Regina puts Katie's name in the burn book. Good move. Andy, did, did Katie do the right thing? I mean, she became the boss of the school. I mean, why would you give it? Why would you go back to being a loser if you could be the, the top person? For one, I think Katie is the meaner girl than Regina. You know, they were just doing some nasty things to her. And I, I love when Regina finally just breaks and goes insane. She's literally yeah. like screaming. Like, I, yeah. I don't know why that scene is so funny to me, but it's it's warranted. It's just like she finds out they've been giving her these fat things. All she was doing was trying to make Lindsay Lohan a plastic. I mean, everybody loves the plastics. And even our boy Tim Meadows, I love the scene where they're talking about like, all the different rumors or whatever the the latest gossip <laughs> about the plastics and then like they cut to student 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 and then tim meadows and he's like well i heard that regina and he has like a whole thing about the plastics <laughs> i'm like i love how meadows is like all in on the uh the student yeah. gossip and um, he's very serious about it yes by the way yeah <laughs> like, like he's like he's reporting the news like i heard that this this <laughs> this happened <laughs> That's so good. And then the other thing that was kind of uh, dated too is that four-way calling that they're doing. And, yeah, that, uh, I think that was a thing in high school that people would do. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, you definitely would try to get a gotcha moment. And I love that too. I I think my two favorite characters in this is Tim Meadows and and Rachel McAdams. Uh, but when <laughs> when she's eating that big loaf of bread during the four-way call, I thought that was just so funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I do that anyway, but uh, <laughs> right. her doing that was just hilarious. Is butter a carb? While trying yeah. to lose weight is the best part yeah. of that. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I wanted to also add uh, you, her friends, uh, Gretchen Wieners, hilarious name. Yeah. But the other friend was named Karen Smith, which feels <laughs> like they they like, got super creative and they're like, whatever. What's the other one's <laughs> name? I don't care. It's Karen Smith. 
Let's just give her a name. I uh, like how Karen says she's stupid, though. What does she say? She's like, do you want to go to Taco Bell? And they're like, I'm sorry I called you stupid. She's like, oh, I am stupid. <laughs> right? Just, <laughs> hey, oh, she's got to live up to she owns owns it. it. Um, Aaron, this is that point in the movie where everything's going good, 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 good. And then now it all falls apart. It's kind of the staple of kind of storytelling that moment, right? Yeah, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna reach the end of that second act here, and things are gonna look like uh, you're not gonna be able to come back from it. And we learn that uh, you know a little le lesson in life here is you start to uh, become who you hang around with. Am I right? Mm -hmm. That's right. So if you're hanging around some mean girls, likely you're gonna become one yourself, and that's something that we can all take home with us in terms <laughs> of uh, a little bit of a life lesson there. Yeah, so this is sounds like a good movie. Sounds like something that's well, really teaching lessons. Yeah, and and that's and that's it, right? Um, and and how are you going to overcome the obstacles of uh, destroying the relationships around you? Again, it feels very much like I still don't really understand what was so bad about Regina <laughs> in this whole thing. I mean, she's not perfect. I'm not saying she's the like a sweetheart, but at the same time, it's not that bad. I mean. She's just very blunt, I think. She just says things that you're like, oh, but that's about even, it. Because she even was like helping her friends out when that guy wasn't dating uh, Gretchen Wieners. Yeah. Uh, and she was like, here, I'm going to make it so he can't, you know, I'm going to help you out and help my friend out. She's actually a good friend. She always drove him around in her nice car, took her to her house and like let them hang out there. She seemed like a good person. I'm still team Regina. I still don't understand what's wrong with her. That I mean, John Stamos said she was cute, so. I'm just thinking as a character, shouldn't they have had her do something that made me feel like, oh, that's she's a terrible person. I was I, thinking that with the it, it almost could have been like called like this, like dumb girls or something, because the two Tweedledee Tweedledum, they were just dumb. I felt like they weren't really mean. They were just they're just dumb. They actually seem pretty nice, too. Like they yeah. actually seem overtly nice. Like never. They never did anything mean. And I mean, was the spin of it all that? Those girls weren't necessarily that mean, but the ones who you thought were nice were the mean ones. Uh, Lindsay and her her sidekick. Yeah, we can't remember her name. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, she put foot cream on Regina's face. It's pretty. I mean, mean, that's that's the irony of life. Right. Which, because other than that, Regina didn't even like think. I don't think she even realized those other people existed. Let alone put foot cream on their faces. I, I just want justice. I want justice for Regina. That's all I'm saying. I, I love, though, the part where they are trying to screw Regina over. They put the foot cream on her face, and the Aaron is like, huh, I like it. You like, like the <laughs> yeah. smell of it. <laughs> All their stuff, it started to backfire, right? Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what else. But Oh, yeah, they cut her boobs. They cut the... Sh uh, the oh, yeah. It became a, became a style trend. Yeah. 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 And again, so much of this hinges on this guy, Aaron, who again is just the classic high school dude? Like, oh, you like me? Sure, I guess. I guess we'll date. Whatever. Oh, you like, like me too? Like, whatever. I guess. I guess we'll date. <laughs> cool. Oh, that's cool. He yeah. was Pete Davidson in that SNL sketch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Sure. All right, okay. Chad. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to the end and, and the kind of final act and how everything breaks down. Um, Regina frames the other mean girls for writing the burn book and spreads pages of the book all over the school and a prison riot breaks out. <laughs> so to fix the problem, the school has all the girls admit the bad things they've done to each other. But Caddy doesn't say anything because she doesn't want everyone to think she wrote the burn book, even though she kind of did. 
It doesn't really matter, though, because Regina is hit by a bus. <laughs> Eventually, Katie confesses and everyone forgives her, even though they've only known Caddy for nine months and eight of those months she was a horrible person. They're pretty confident she'll turn it around this time. Uh, at the at the math competition, which is oddly the same night as prom, the poorly dressed, ugly girl from the other school loses the math contest to the popular girl who learned a life lesson because she was able to see through a guy's head in her memory to recall with photorealism a lesson that she didn't see <laughs> from the actual memory seven months ago. Also, she wins prom queen. Everyone's happy ending as they go their separate ways. And though it looks like a new group of plastics are coming, the older girls are going to bully them and stop them from acting the way that they once did. <laughs> Aaron, the entire school riots and everyone's happy in the end. Is that kind of how most problems get solved at your high school? Yeah, just absolute mass chaos in the halls. Um, it was an aggressive scene. It was a lot, lot happening in there. I, I do want to say the bus caught me off guard in a way where it was like, wow, was that necessary? <laughs> There's a it lot of so, bus. There's it, buses it, in the beginning too. I mean, there's there's something to be said because we just reviewed the old school and <laughs> the the car off the bridge at the end killing uh, both of the basically the, uh, the antagonists yeah. right of the story was like fulfilling. Um, but since we don't really feel like Regina was owed being hit by a bus it felt a little bit aggressive to me that's my perspective and then in particular the very end with the three newbies also getting their demise from a speeding school bus in a school zone first of all which yeah. makes i mean what a terrible system they have in place there and there's going to be some some people are going to be paying with, with their asses that's for sure <laughs> yes uh that's actually a really good point. I, it seemed like Lindsay should have been the one that got hit by the bus at the end. She was the one that did all the wrong things. I mean, Regina was the victim in this movie all the way through. Yeah. Because the, the one bad thing she did that like really felt like, okay, that was kind of a, a jerk thing, was or it was supposed to be, was she started dating Aaron. But again, they said right at the beginning, oh, Regina likes him already. Like Yeah, so they were it, together before. It wasn't like she didn't like him and then suddenly liked him. It was... They were already kind of a thing. So and she stayed with them. It's not like it was like uh they weren't just canoodling one day. It was yeah. a relationship. So well, she did cheat on him. <laughs> Regina's fine. Okay. She's not the victim. <laughs> the bus thing was crazy though, because like I thought because the way they sh they shot that scene too is like they go to Lindsay Lohan's vo voiceover and she says, like, uh, no, I'm just kidding about the bus. I'm like, oh good, yeah, the bus that didn't really happen. She's like, she's fine. She's recovering. I'm like, oh, shit. So she really did get hit by the bus. <laughs> yeah. It just seems like if I read the screenplay, I feel like I actually do like the movie quite a bit, like the first maybe 45 minutes. And then it almost seems like they just like wrap it up and like, ah, she'll get hit by a bus. Tim Meadows going to come in with a bat and a tank top on, which, by the way, was excellent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, this is very like, cast, by the way. Yeah. yeah. My carpal tunnel came back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you. I don't think you're supposed to wear a cast. Carp I could be wrong about carpal right. tunnel, but I don't know if they put you in a cast. Like a massive, massive cast. cast. He says cast. Yeah. He says something so funny there. They're like, 
uh, we're going to cancel the dance. And then he's like, he says something like, we're not going to cancel the dance. We already paid the DJ. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, when they're having the big assembly, I loved what he says. Uh, I will keep you here all night if I have to. Yeah. Right? We can't keep him past four. I will keep you till 4 p.m. <laughs> if I have to. <laughs> so good. Yeah, he, he just, like I said, he always seemed like the voice of, like, like a normal person in some ways if they had yeah. no filter just like yeah this is what's happening oh yeah and he when uh lindsey lohan does win prom queen she's making the speech and he just keeps interjecting <laughs> you don't have to make a speech you know it's you don't no one ever makes a speech and then she yeah. starts making the speech and then he kind of comes back and he goes really yeah you you don't have to do this this is uh so Andy, I want to talk to you about learning stuff, though, because they act like they're so much better now and they've learned their ways. Yeah. But it literally ends with them being like, we're going to basically we're just going to bully these new freshman kids to, to not be yeah. a certain way. Like they didn't learn anything. They're just picking on people smaller than them now. They just learned not to be in the plastics, which was kind of like, you know, plastics seemed they were fine. They were good friends. If they would have stayed in the plastics, they probably would have like grown up and been friends, been gone to each other's weddings and whatnot, but now they all decided to go in separate ways. The only one that I thought was like had a decent ending was I liked Regina George playing lacrosse. I'm like, cool. Yeah. She like she now she's playing sports and she's looks pretty good at it. And they show the one girl, she's like a a weather what she's doing the weather, grabbing her boob and that yeah. one was confusing. And uh Gretchen is now with like the a foreign exchange. I, I, I don't know. I yeah. was very confused at what where everybody went. It was a very <laughs> strange ending. <laughs> and then, yeah, then there's like, oh, there's young plastics. I'm like, I, I thought maybe in maybe there is. Is there a sequel to this movie? Because maybe that's those three yeah. plastics. Then maybe that's for the sequel. Yeah, there is. There's Mean Girls too. I think. Um, I don't know if any of these same actors are in it. I doubt it because I th think I was looking and it was made like like seven years or eight years after. Oh, maybe okay. it's like 2013 or 14. I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I think that it was one of those like straight to DVDs. Too. Mm. I don't think I don't think it was like a, a big release. I saw that on there, but then. Yeah, it was people I don't think I recognize on the cover of it. Well, that's that's the movie. Uh, <laughs> it did it did feel a bit like I don't know. It felt like it was a, an interesting idea. It felt like it was beginning. Like at the beginning, it was fun. I thought that it had a fun, some funness to it, but it did feel like they kind of phoned it in at the end. They were just like, uh, whatever. They all go their separate ways. Happy ending. Yeah, let's go. Let's let's call yeah. it a day. Uh, it didn't really feel like. Yeah. none of that really made any sense. And also. Justice for the poor girl at the end of the math competition. Like, not only was she ugly, but she loses for her team while the person who's a total jerk all year goes on and lives the dream. I don't know. Why did they make her look like such a vic? Like, I didn't, I felt bad about Lindsay Lohan winning the math competition too. I was like, she shouldn't win this. She doesn't deserve it. She didn't earn it. I agree. She's yeah. Pretty, and she's pretty good at math though. She is. Yeah. Well, if she's no Kevin Kapoor, but. If you can like move your the camera through people's heads in your memory and see things that you didn't see the first time around, you're going to be pretty good at math. Uh, but uh, that kind of does it for the the movie, fellas. Any final thoughts? Any closing statements on this one? <laughs> I want to hear Aaron's thoughts. Oh, uh, probably don't. 
know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say, um, and I've learned, I've learned because I understand how difficult creative endeavors are. And I forget who said it, but instead of saying I, I hated that film or that was stupid or it was dumb, I just now kindly say it wasn't for me. And because I do know how hard it is to make something, just even make a film is ridiculously challenging. So to have it become good. But that being said, I mean, like, yeah, I, I agree. I think that they had a great setup. I was eased into the film. I was settling into the couch, feeling comfortable. And then it just kind of half midway through just kind of unraveled a bit and didn't didn't quite capture the essence of what I was hoping it would be. And maybe that's part of it too. It was this move. This film was like hyped up a lot, right? Like I, oh, Mean Girls. You got to see Mean Mean Girls was a big title for whatever reason. So when I watched it the first time, seventeen years later, uh, uh, I can just say it wasn't necessarily for me. Yeah, yeah. I think I think too. Like because I I had seen it before. I don't think I've ever actually watched it. Like sat down and watched it start to finish. It's one of those movies that uh, we talked about, like how Spy Game. Would, would be on at the hotel. Like you're staying at a random hotel, you turn on TV, you're like, spy game? Huh, okay, I guess I'll watch. I feel like that was like Mean Girls. It's just like when I have regular TV, TBS, or uh, one of those USA maybe, just has Mean Girls on. And you're kind of just like going about your day on a Sunday and you walk by, you stop, you go, huh, okay. And then you move, move on with your day. And then maybe like three years later, I'm like, oh, so it seemed like there was like some parts in there that I was kind of into. Like I was like, you know, obviously I, mean, I love um, Tim Meadows, but like his scenes are so funny. Tina Fey's got some great moments. She says she works at PJ Calamities. This is the funny name. Um, yeah. She's got some good moments. You know, Regina's got some good. So there's like some nice moments in there, like some fun yeah. parts. But as a whole, I think the whole watching it from start to finish, I was kind of a little disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I, there was there, there was um, I will say I, I did write down my favorite line, my favorite line of the film. I don't know if you guys had one when they're the girls, the, the, the girls are at the lunch table. And I can't remember what she asked if she was she was from Africa um, or she said she was from Africa. And there was some dialogue in between that. And I think it was uh, Wieners who said yeah. um, <laughs> you can't just ask people why they're white. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's a little out of context here, but uh, it got a chuckle out of me. That was uh, yeah. good, yeah. Yeah. It, she, it, she has a, another good line, too. She's, Gretchen says, uh, she says, my father, the inventor of toaster strudel. Yeah. <laughs> That's, by the way, a great like thing for someone to be to make them rich that like you can't verify online in any way. But you're like, I guess you might have money if you did that. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I, yeah. uh, Gretchen, low key, one of the funniest characters in this in this movie. Uh, this felt like for me a movie of a lot. Oh, and real quick before I forget, PJ Calamity. That's going to be my pro wrestling name. That's a great <laughs> name, right? Uh, but um, it felt like a movie where the individual scenes were all great, but the thread that kind of tied them together for me didn't hold up. Like, like I said, the, the school loves this person now, Katie, even though. For a whole school year, they've only known her one school year, and for eight out of those nine months, she was terrible. But now everyone's her friend. For she never actually did anything to become a good person. She she admitted she was a bad person, and now we're all your friends. That doesn't make sense to me. Like 
if someone kills my family and goes, sorry, I killed your family. I'm not like, well, okay, I guess you're, you're a good person now. I, and throughout the movie, it seemed like there was a lot of these, like, you just kind of got to go, okay, I guess that's how it is. And for me, that's where it fell apart. But individual scenes, I thought, had funny stuff to it. It was uh, light. It was easy to watch. It was very, uh, I'd call it a sugar movie, where it's very sweet. It's very easy. Not very healthy. Not a lot of, uh, not a lot of uh, nutritional value. But it's tasty. Not a lot of ingredients. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, a couple, they tried to slide a couple life lessons in there. Yeah. And I think, you know, in regards to the... Uh, liking people who are evil and, and, and otherwise in this, I think that's um, the circle of life in high school, a lot of confusion, a lot of uh, minds still mending and, and very malleable. Right. So I think everyone's trying to figure life out at that age and they're not really quite sure what the hell's going on. And yeah. so they try to just latch on to whatever they can. It's interesting you're the one defending the movie at this point now. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm really not. I'm just trying to make sense of something. Aaron's favorite movie, Mean Girls. Put it in uh, Put it in writing. Uh, you know what I, I was just thinking? Because we watched She's All That a few weeks ago. And that was, you know, high school prom. And, like, um, it's definitely a very different prom than this movie. But uh, They could all me, dance. There was a crazy dance in She's All That. <laughs> yeah. uh, but... In Mean Girls, I'd noticed that there wasn't really much, unless I'm missing something, aside from there's like a Busta Rhyme song at Lindsay Lohan's house party. Not a lot of like great music for like a mm. high school movie. Or am I missing I, something? I don't remember. I, I think Lauren Michaels was cutting cutting budgets, slashing yeah. prices on this perhaps. <laughs> Tim yeah. Meadows cost too much. Yeah, I guess the SNL movies don't really have a lot of big music. In them, now that I think about it. That's true. Probably Lauren Michaels wanting to make money and not... <laughs> Not, not waste you money. You don't right need music. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is fine. We found him on this <laughs> website. He's fine. Played that music. Well, uh, someone else is fine. Kevin Bacon, Andy. This one might be tricky. I think. Were you able to give us a six degrees of Kevin Bacon for this movie? Absolutely. But yeah, I will say this is this is going a different direction. I don't know if you're ready for it. So. Uh -oh. Uh, we got my favorite, Regina George, uh, Rachel mm -hmm. McAdams, as Aaron mentioned, was in The Notebook with yeah. Ryan Gosling. Beautiful mm. Ryan Gosling. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, Ryan Gosling was in a movie called Crazy Stupid Love, which Kevin Bacon is in. Oh, I thought there was going to be another connection there. That felt very, that was as sudden as the bus hitting Regina. I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I wanted I, to, yeah. Cause, I thought cause you, you were going to say Kevin Bacon in that movie. <laughs> No, exactly. I thought you were going to say which had Robert De Niro who was in Sleepers <laughs> or something. I was really trying. I, I, believe it or not, Lindsay Lohan uh, wasn't in any movies with De Niro. Uh, that's shocking to me. <laughs> uh, though, to Aaron's to the point he had much earlier in the show, uh, it feels like she seemed like such a big star, but it doesn't feel like she actually made a whole lot of movies. But at the time, it felt like she was one of the biggest stars in the world. And I think it's like, and you were very nice, Jack. You said Lindsay Lohan in People magazine. <laughs> People magazine? Yeah. I think she was more so in, you know, Us Weekly and In Touch yeah. and TMZ. Right. I try to keep it positive. Try to yeah. stay positive. Yeah, if she got in People, uh, good for her. But uh, you know, speaking of spinning positive, uh, that does it for 2004, Andy. You are picking 2005. What are we watching next week? Yeah, very similar to Mean Girls. We are going A History of Violence. 
I am excited about that. I haven't seen it in a long, 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 long time. And it does feel it's a little different than what we've seen uh, <laughs> over the past few weeks. So that'll be a fun change. And uh, I'm excited to break that one down. Aaron, your pick in 2006. What are we doing for that one? Wait, we did we did pick it. Um, yeah. Uh, I have it written oh, down. I got it. Bail you out. I know what we're doing. <laughs> uh, I'm going to allow you guys to dive into a little number called 300. 300. That one I'm excited about too because I have a feeling the aging process on that one will be very fascinating. What do you think of the most when you hear about 300? The abs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Painted abs. Yeah. Everyone going home after that movie and doing crunches. Like, damn, Gerard Butler. Jeez. Jeez Louise, dude. Wow. Come on. Just eat salad all day? <laughs> As you're sitting next to your girlfriend and she's looking at your belly hanging out of yeah. your like, sorry, this is, this is Sparta. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of CGI, CGI muscles, <laughs> totally. Uh, so after that, we're going to 2007, and that's when it's my pick again. And uh, you know what? I, I think the movie that when I saw it for the first time, I thought it was fun. Everyone said I was wrong, but I thought it was fun. We are going to watch live free or die hard (laughs) that'll be a fun one i think to break down because uh he rides an airplane at one point and i think that'll be a fun one to to chat about Uh, (laughs) so that does it for us if you're watching the show make sure to watch a history of violence you can follow along with the chat next week uh but until then Aaron Massey, where can people find you online? Massive three at Instagram and Aaron underscore Massey on Twitter, if you so please. And then you can uh, look me up on YouTube. I got some videos and stuff up there too. Very cool. And then Andy Rossi. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at just Andy Rossi. And you can find me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. That does it for us. And we will see you guys next week to talk about next year. <laughs>